0: Are you well I am good hey I have had a busy week since we last had our chat I uh-huh. have as as we discussed we had Annette doing our wellness from within tour which is yes, right. brilliant, brilliant brilliant evening we had a coffee morning fundraiser in the gym one of our clients is recovering from guillain Barr syndrome which is it really isn't it? Yeah. I, a, a, a brutal brittle disease and I'll just let anybody Google it if they want because they probably wouldn't describe it properly. But she's out ICU after 103 days, Jeez. in ICU. So she's um, on the road to recovery now, which is deadly. That's then I had Godfather duties. Oh Jesus! You're you're we're gonna have to go again. Why? What, what happened there? You're definitely.
1: I reached across there. Is that what it is? Or did your I- hair, your hairy arm. <laughs> I must have caught it. <laughs> I say we keep that in.
0: <laughs> oh, Lord. Right. I will for a bit of contacts there. Uh, my has finally got himself a microphone, but he doesn't know how to use it. <laughs> right. Oh. On we go then. Uh, Sunday, Godfather duties, stepped up confirmation. So busy, I And then training last night there, Germany oh. took, took the absolute bounce off my staff. Hey, I was Going so good, man. Jarred my knee
1: just at the tail end of the session. Is that so, an old man thing or did somebody do it to you? No, I just bang my knee off the, <laughs> off the ground. <laughs> That's an old man thing <laughs> I've ever heard. A bang my knee while banging the ground there, hey. <laughs> Give me a way of trouble now, hey.
0: It took the, it just, it really sucked the joy out of me. And it lends itself to what we're going to talk about today. The reason it annoyed me so much is because I've got a, Another competition in about a month's time, and I'm very conscious that I need to make all my training count. Mm. And it's competition, it's that that we're going to discuss? So, not that I'm not interested in what you've been at in the last week. <laughs> well, I want you.
1: I want you to start. I want you to start uh, the ball rolling with this competition because whenever you you're uh, saying this is the topic we're going to talk about today, I I was keen to know what angle you wanted to come at this from, um, because there is it's it's a big topic and there's a lot of ways we can come at it. So I wanted. Yeah. I was interested to hear what you had to say on the topic first before I, I get my teeth into it because I think I might have a different outlook on it than you. Maybe.
0: Well, the reason why we're speaking about it is because at the minute in the gym we're, we're running our level up Olympics and it has really brought out a competitive spirit in people who didn't think they were competitive. Yes. It has lended itself just fantastically to their um, desired output, involvement and engagement. And I think it's something that, it should. It's a, a vehicle which should be used to help people maybe find that little bit of purpose and motivation. Sometimes it can be short-term like because you're gamifying things for short-term. Like we're, We've got this month-long competition that people are digging in for, and after that, they'll not have that reason to dig in. But I think competition and the essence of competitiveness is something that is within us all. And when applied correctly and healthily, it can be an incredible tool to accelerate you toward whatever your goals are.
1: Yeah, so, so I like that, that, that idea. That's yeah. where I'm
0: coming from. With in terms of way competition, it's, it's always you know, no matter who, it's, what it is, it's always down to you versus you here. This is the the bottom line. It's you versus you. But if you can use that competitive edge and apply that to whatever it is you're trying to achieve, then it's just sort of given the little the jetpack on the back.
1: Yeah, no, I like that. I especially like that gamification angle on things. I would be quite competitive uh, naturally, but in the right domain, I'm competitive. I think there are some things where... I've looked at myself in the past and I think, why am I even competing here? Like, I, this is silly. I'm getting my head I'm getting my head all wrapped up in something here that I don't need to be concerning myself with. And then there's times where my competitiveness has played to my advantage because it just meant that I just wouldn't give up. Um, and it, and that's, that's, I suppose, something that you're touching on there is that that competition element or that competitive element can make you draw on reserves that you didn't know you had. Uh, and it can actually give you an edge that you didn't know that you had um, and you you're you're hitting the nail on the head there too you by talking to people who think they're not competitive as soon as you put something that is uh competition based in front of them, they lock into it they, they sink the teeth into it and they're sometimes they take a look at themselves and they think, "Oh where did that come out of i didn't know I was that competitive at all and in this instance
0: too we've there are teams like each coach is a team, so there's a an almost a you're doing this not just for you, this for your teammates. As yeah. well which i feel is it's huge you know and without going too off track it's a big part of the online coaching that we've created is because people have played sports for 20 odd years and relied on team yeah uh, team collective goals and then once they come out of that environment they begin to struggle because they don't have that you know yeah. so we've been able to sample that and and inject it into the the environment that we have at the minute it's, it's just been deadly to see people who really are quite not introverted, but
1: you know, just really nice people getting a wee bit nasty. There's you know, edge to them. Just yeah, I, I know, I know. I know, what you're, I know what you're talking about. Like we have something similar in, in source, or we do the source games. Um, obviously with lockdown and everything, it hasn't been on in a while. But uh, we ran one there um, at the start of the year, and it, it it was it was a wonderful thing to bring everybody together. Even though we were dividing them up into teams, same as same way you do, it didn't divide people. It actually brought them together. Yes, there were teams competing against each other, but there was crack card. There were bonds made, and there was that nice community element. And it just it just fortifies a community, I think, within a gym, especially. So you see a lot of gyms doing uh, doing them, and, and they're a great idea for creating community. But it is another thing to work towards and and to pull that wee bit of extra performance out of people as well. Um, when you're talking about your online program, but the former uh, athletes program, that's something I can definitely relate to whenever I retired from playing Gaelic football. The fact that I had nothing to compete for, um, and I suppose it it came at the time whenever we started having kids as well. So you find yourself thrown into a world of not really knowing what you're doing a lot of the time and then putting a lot of people's, other people's needs ahead of your own and just not having that competition, not having that weekly thing on your calendar that you were going to put yourself against another man uh, on the field and another team on the field Uh, it definitely does throw you into disarray a wee bit where you don't know where your goals lie anymore i think it's not something that people think about too much as they come to the end of their playing careers um so competition used well can definitely be the the spark and the fire that you need to keep going and then there's go ahead yeah
0: how would you leverage that idea of competition then for someone who's potentially spinning their wheels a wee bit at the minute
1: i think ultimately what i was going to say there is like i i competed in in team sports and individual sports so i boxed and i've played in team sports and it ultimately ultimately sorry my competitiveness always centered around what i was looking to get from the thing that i wanted so if i was playing football I found playing football with, especially with something like football when you're when you're playing Gaelic football for your parish from no age, growing up. And I, I retired at about 32, 33 maybe. And I I was playing for that senior team for about fifteen plus years. I don't know how many years, years old, but it was, but fifteen plus years. So you're playing with the guys you grew up with. So in terms of competitiveness, there was a different element of competitiveness there. It was these guys are basically like your brothers. They're 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 the closest thing I had to brothers growing up, and. You didn't want to let them down. You wanted to prove your worth. You wanted to show up for them. You wanted to make sure that they knew that you had their back, and you knew that they had your back. So competitiveness—it was just—it didn't. You didn't have to search for it. You didn't want to let those guys down, and you knew that they didn't want to let you down. So it was just there. So you put everything on the line when it was needed, and you tried hard and training. You pushed hard in training. On the solo side of things, when I boxed, it was more about I know that I'm getting into the ring here. And there's no one here to help me. <clears throat> Pardon me. <clears throat> I'm not getting emotional. I'm getting choked. <laughs> so you knew you were on your own. It was one versus one. If you hadn't done the hard work, then you were going to be in trouble. And you were going to get found out pretty damn quickly. And you were going to get found out in a way that involved someone punching the face, which is not a nice thing to do. So the competitiveness came from knowing that was all on your shoulders, so ultimately it was always centered around what was I going to get out of this and what, how was I going to show up whenever the crunch time came and who do I want to be ultimately? Whenever I look at it, who do I want to be? So competitiveness really played into my hands there. Um, so if you're looking to try and leverage competitiveness, you have to go back a step and ask, what am I looking to get from this? So how, what do I want? What's my end goal here? What type of person do I want to be? How do I want to show up in the world? And can I gamify that? Can I turn that into something where I can bring about a bit of an edge to it and, and get my teeth stuck into it?
0: Do you think you need someone to bounce off for that? Because I know even though boxing's individual and same as yeah. jujitsu's individual, you're still going against somebody. You know, Oh, absolutely. What if you're not... Sport's easy. Sport's an easy... Com- in its nature is competition. Yeah. So take that out. Take sport out off the table. What if someone wants to get in better shape? They want to get a promotion and work or start a new business. They want to travel. So I those think... sort of larger life things. How do you elicit the competitive edge in that realm?
1: Well, I think we're gonna we're, we're we're very close to touching on a on a theme that keeps popping up in every single episode we do, which is identity. You're you're gonna compete. You're gonna you're gonna set two adversaries up against each other. You're gonna set up one person which is the person that you no longer want to be or the person you want to turn away from. And then you're going to set this other guy up on the other side, which is the person that you want to become. And you're going to pit those two people against each other. So there's your internal competition right there. It's it's basically, as you alluded to earlier, it's you against you. And it's not about beating yourself up and, and taking swipes at yourself. It's getting to the point where you realize that, you know, I'm on a path now that I no longer want to be on. So that's that guy. He's at point A and this guy over here point B is the guy that I want to become whether that's fitter whether that's in a different career whether that's in a different country and you set those two guys against each other and you start to look at the traits and the habits and the behaviors that guy A does and and and, and uh, performs every day and you look at the traits that guy B would do so what would a what would a version of you who already does this look like what would his day look like and you start to look at how can I turn myself more into guy B and what traits and behaviors do I need to display on a daily basis in order to do that. So there's your competition right there. It's you against you.
0: And I I am all for that, you know, but <clears throat> I was explaining this, the, the topic of today's podcast to one of our members this morning and told them sort of what we were going to discuss about how you can gamify life and your goals. And he said, that's all well and good. But what if, you know, you're halfway through whatever it is you want to lose a bit of weight and you're halfway through your set? And then this wee monkey brain comes in and says, you're full of shite. <laughs> Just put that barbell down there. You're gamifying the you clown. <laughs> where, where do you go there? If, <clears throat> is that a case of not being all in on the, the process, do you think? Or is, is it something that maybe it isn't for everybody? Is it a sort of horses for courses thing that some people thrive in competition? with themselves and with others and some people really don't
1: well the thing the, the, this is why i wanted to clarify whenever i was chatting earlier in the week about what what way are we talking about competition here because ultimately life isn't a competition because a competition means that there has to be a winner and there has to be a loser there's no winner and loser in life you like you only lose when you die and that's it like you, you come to the, the checkout and you, you check out but you can't operate on a belief that there has to be a winner or loser every single time. New sports is different. And if you do that internal str- that internal struggle where you set gay A against gay B, somebody's gonna win, but they're gonna win and then you move on to the next thing. Like the game isn't over. It keeps going. It keeps on going until the day you check out. So if you're the, in the middle of the and- infinite game. Exactly, Mr Sinek. Um but that's it. Like you cannot you cannot have an all or nothing mindset when it comes to life. It's very easy to talk about competition in a sporting realm because there is a clear winner, or a clear loser. So yes, sometimes there are draws, but ultimately there'll be a league winner or whatever. But when it comes to life, if you're if you're going through your set and you're thinking to yourself, nah, I'm, I'm ducking out here. Just take a step back and ask yourself, "What right, what's happening here? Check in with yourself and, and check in with your goals and say, right, is this important to me? Is this important enough that I'm going to push through that wee bit of Doubt or fatigue, or whatever it is. And then maybe just give yourself a bit of grace and say, you know what? I'm actually just a wee bit beat up. I had a bad night's sleep last night. Uh, maybe I forgot my lunch and I'm, I'm running on empty here. Check in with all the variables. And if it's a case of, I don't think I want this enough, then it's time to reassess your goals and see, all right, did I set smart enough goals at the start? Or did I just throw something on a sheet and say, that's what I'm going to do? I've got a holiday coming up and I want a six pack. But you're that far away from a six pack that it's not realistic for you. Do you think it's
0: something that everyone should explore? I do. How to, how to make themselves be able to compete with themselves?
1: I do. And I think it's it, I think probably the word competition might scare a lot of people off doing it. But ultimately, it just comes to the point of, do you want another way of getting what you want out of life? Is, this is just another avenue to explore that. So whenever we talk about are you well and how would you be well, this is one way to be well. You can gamify things. If you struggle to stick with something, turn it into a bit of a contest, turn it into a bit of a game. I remember reading about a book. One time it was written back in like the 1900s about a guy who wanted to lose weight. And he gamified the whole thing. So he got in contact with this guy who he despised. Uh, This guy was a, he might have been the leader of some kind of racist or fascist party. And this guy despised him. So he put a bet that he was going to lose X amount of weight by a certain date. And if he didn't lose that weight, he had to donate $10,000 to the chosen charity or the chosen fund of this guy that he despised. And he knew that money was going to go to something that he really, really hated. And that was enough of a spark to light a fire under his ass to do the work necessary. Now, he already knew everything he needed to do to lose that weight. But he used the gamification process competitiveness to to put something in there that he made sure that he was going to do what was necessary to get the job done. And sometimes that's what it's about. Sometimes it's about understanding your character, understanding the things that you, you maybe you're strong at and, or maybe weaker at and saying, you know what, I actually do thrive under a bit of competition. I used to play sports or I used to love, uh, or I'm very competitive when it comes to games. Maybe this is another th- the way I can bring this into my life. You just have to figure out the way forward, the way of doing it. all
0: comes back to knowing, understanding how you take, doesn't it?
1: It does. I everything. I think we've we've touched on it a few times about identity. Like it, it, it ultimately comes down for me is like, who do you want to be? Like, there's a great, I don't know, it's a motivational thing on YouTube. It's like, who do you want to be? It's about five minutes long, and it will put the hairs stamp in the back of your neck. But it is like, what do you need to do today to be the person that you want to be tomorrow? And that's it. Like, this is just one more method. Bring a bit of competition into
0: it. Yeah, I just, I think it's definitely just even with the proof of that we're seeing and on the gym floor in the last few weeks, the people who are listening to this thinking, no, I'm not competitive at all. Maybe you are. And you just haven't really found the, the correct form of competition for you. And it could be just the accelerant you need to make some pretty, pretty significant progress. So just don't rule it out. Explore it.
1: Challenge and what have yourself? you got to lose? What have you got to lose? If this is just one more thing that you're going to try, treat it as an experiment. There are no winners and losers when it comes to an experiment either. It's just data. You get data at the end back. It's feedback. You course correct. You adjust. You move on. And you you, you get to where you want to go the way you want to do it.
0: I even treat this podcast as a competition. Do you? <laughs> oh, I. Who, who can ask better questions? Oh,
1: we're coming to the questions. I like the questions. Aye, last I Last uh... week's questions got some feedback. I can't even remember what last week's questions were. I don't remember them, but they get good feedback. No. <laughs> <laughs> don't ask me to break them. <laughs> uh, yeah,
0: well, did. I I put a story up, and I got actually I have five questions here, but I know you don't like. You'd rather go uh, inch wide, mile deep here, so we'll we'll see if we've got time in the end because they're a bit quick fiery. So you go can. You, do you want me to start? Then no, me to I'll, I'll
1: jump in. I'll jump in, and I kinda nearly gave my question away when I was talking about identity and and what who's the person you want to be and that but. This is a fairly light question, but I want you to go as deep as as deep as you want with it. And I want you to give it a good thought too. I don't want you to just rattle out, oh, I want to do this, that, and the other. Give it a bit of thought. And with no limitations, no boundaries whatsoever, it can be in a fictional land or based in reality. If you could live your perfect day, what would it entail? What would you do? What time would you get up at? Who would you be with? What activities would fill your day? Would you work? Would you not work? What country would you be in? What is a what would the perfect day for Porat Grimes be?
0: I'm a, a very simple man, so it wouldn't be a million <laughs> miles away from what I'm what I'm currently doing because I'm quite happy and content with the way things are. I would um, definitely spend uh, time with the, my family, probably at the kids' mother can get to the beach, so I'd like to go to the, possibly the beach with a bit of sun. So if we could somehow wake up beachside go out and splash about in the water and play with kids there's no
1: limitations here
0: so (laughs) go wild go wild um you're you're egging me on here to be crazy i don't want i don't i don't
1: No, this is it i don't want this to be just oh i'm living my best life and i'm i would show up to work at this thing i want you to give me everything like what is your dream day this is your dream day
0: yeah, well, we're we're rolling out of the beach, chalet Down, down till uh, down. Hey, we're the talking. Hey, we're yeah. talking beach, chalet Let the kids build a few sandcastles and go for an early morning dip in the sea. Yes. Start off with that. In terms of uh, work, I would still, I would like to think that on my best day, I would still be doing something to help people. So potentially hosting some sort of a workshop where we're interacting with people on mass and just giving them a wee bit of optimism in their day like that would still definitely be a would, would it makes me tick you know so it ha, would have to be a part of a perfect day absolutely i would one hundred percent be spending time on the mats i would there would be no doubt that there would be jujitsu involved i would be going out for breakfast lunch and dinner because I'll, uh, i'm a man for eating out so what that, are we having
1: what are we having for breakfast what's on the plate uh, uh see, I'll be I'll
0: be having steak later on, so we'll keep it fruity. We'll we'll go uh, we'll go something nice and light and fruity, definitely. Um, although galleries counting
1: stream more. Gall- gall- if don't if, exist,
0: if, if anyone has been to the kitchen in Oma they have a, a breakfast muffin that is absolutely world class. So I'd get that helicoptered into the beach chalet, maybe. And if or the kitchen if, you want
1: to send us any sample. Those of that, that, that would be brilliant. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. The, uh, the the freebie shout you did last week fell on deaf ears, so was, I don't know if this one's going to go much better. Keep trying, keep trying. Keep trying. Uh, yeah. Um. I I don't know. I'd, I'd probably like to spend a bit more time on think of how to paint a more vivid picture there, but definitely beach, water in the morning. I would um, like to present some sort of, of, of a workshop that similar to what we do now, work to a, a larger audience, and um, eat well and spend time. Yeah. Um, maybe go to Vegas and play a bit of poker at the end of the night. Something like that, just to tailor off. Who would you well, play?
1: Who would you play against?
0: Just loads of bad players with load of money. Loads of bad
1: players. <laughs> <laughs> so you would tell me you'd be doing that anyway. You'd be fleecing every man about Ahran and and the the near and parishes. I would wanna to go to Vegas and fleece millionaires instead. <laughs> get, the, get the big money.
0: What about you? You I know you've put thought into this. What is your I, you know what? I
1: whenever you started saying that, I was like, I haven't put any thought into my perfect day. So I'm, I'm hoping he doesn't turn this around on me. But I I would probably I like you know what? As I get older, I like a bit of a lie on. I like getting up early, but see when you get an unexpected lie on, it's nice. I don't lie an lie on too much, but I would I'd lie on to about eight o'clock or so. It's mad that think-
0: that's a lie on, isn't it?
1: I, when you're, when you're a parent, anything past 7am is golden, golden I half five eyes up this morning. I, I would actually, I, oh, that's brutal. That's fantastic. But, um, I would actually probably join you with a kitchen breakfast because you took me in one day to try their special. They had the French toast and the porridge. Mm. Unreal. Best porridge I ever had. And if we don't get <laughs> freebies after that, I don't know what, what we'll have to do. Um, I'd, I, as cringy as it sounds, I would probably go to the gym because I just do feel better when I when I train, when I train regular enough. But I'd go to I'd go to Mark Wahlberg's gym or something like got there, and I'd train along with one of them guys, and just, just for the crack, the rock, the, the rock guy, just for the crack. Um, I would do I would do the same as yourself. I would get to the water. We went to Muckross there at the weekend, and we were paddle boarding, and it was unreal crack. The guys beside us had a couple of paddle boards, and they weren't using them. They so said, "Take the kids out there," and the kids loved it. I loved it. It's something I'm definitely gonna look into taking up. Um I'll probably go and take Shannon out for dinner and we'd probably go to see a comedian, um, maybe see Peter Kay or somebody front row, go get chatting to the big man after after see what he's like in real life. Um I don't know why I haven't put enough thought into it. I was hoping to I was hoping to just grill you and I didn't know turn back on me. But hey, I'd love to hear anybody else's if they want to send us what their ID today would be.
0: See, the funny thing is you're looking at that and thinking, how far are removed is that from reality like how much how could and uh, everything we said there you probably could make a reality with a bit of plan maybe not a fucking q and a with peter k but apart from that you never know uh, you never know you don't, <laughs> don't put it out there and not have that's
1: it. it like it i it suppose it's good to see your ideal day and then see how close are you but ultimately it's all about freedom freedom to do whatever the heck you want and and waltz around and just be the be the big man isn't it yeah have that big 8am lion whenever you want
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's rock and roll right there Right. Well, I have, this is my, this is my heavy question. This is a heavy question. So uh, what, in in a very non-job interview style answer here, what is your biggest weakness? And I don't want you to say, I'm not going to work far too hard. That's not my biggest weakness. (laughs) What is your actual hands up this is an area which I very much need to improve in own that vulnerability uh because I've one as I have one like I always think of an answer I'm much better prepared much better prepared for the answer so yeah some so,
1: um, yeah answer this is actually this is actually a question that I threw about in my own head for you so and I was thinking would well, I was going to ask you your biggest weakness, but then I was like, I don't want to be a bit. Of, I want to I don't want to bring it down, but now you went there, so let's go. <laughs> so now I think. Um, so a couple of years back, I went to a counsellor uh, for to to see about my mental health because things were just getting a bit too crowded up top. So um, one of the things that he told me was, I was whatever he, you don't want to say suffering with. It sounds like you're being a martyr, but you're suffering with um quite severe anxiety and something that I realized over over a period of, of working with with the counselor, Niall, Hello, Niall if you're listening, he's listened to the first couple. Uh, um was that I'm somewhat very hard on myself. I'm very much a big critic of everything I do. Um I'm a perfectionist and I set sometimes unrealistic expectations of myself. So One of the ways that that manifests in my life is I get overwhelmed and I procrastinate sometimes because I fear not doing myself justice. One of my biggest fears is um, not living up to my full potential. And that sometimes just bogs me then. I procrastinate because I think to myself, well, if I'm not going to hit the heights that I think that I'm capable of, then... I can't even get started. I'm, I'm spinning my wheels and I, I'm distracting myself trying to walk away from the thing that I, I know that I want to do. And uh, I suppose I could use competition to get me started, couldn't I? Mm-hmm. Going <laughs> back to our main topic. But I, it's it's probably, if I tied it into a nutshell, it's procrastination. But procrastination as a result of an anxiety over not fulfilling my full potential. Um, And I do... I catch myself on a lot. Like I do, like I, I find myself sometimes spending far too much time on my phone, reading things and thinking it's called productive procrastination, where you're doing something that is productive, but ultimately it's not productive to the thing that you want to be uh, achieving or you want to be chipping away at. So you might find yourself reading certain things or researching here and watching this and thinking, this is all good. I'm I'm making forward steps. But you're making forward steps in a circle. You're going out the way in different directions and you're not you're not uh, directing your energy to any one thing or anything that you're actually passionate about. So I, I would say my biggest weakness would be procrastination, distraction, and it's more of a coping mechanism of of anxiety of of not being able to fulfill my full potential. What about you? Well yours
0: is I suppose it's relatively you know, I feel like at the back at the back of that, there is a healthy driver. It's just maybe it's been misinterpreted internally, and you're you know applying that pressure on yourself. Mine's more of a when you say it out loud, "fuck you, I'm a bit of a dick." <laughs> <laughs> I we're all um, thinking
1: uh, it. Somebody might as well say it.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, don't worry, it's been said, plenty. <laughs> I uh, it's something that I'm uh, hold my hands up and I'm working hard on, but I, and I'm probably not alone in this, I definitely give my worst self to the people who I should be giving my best self to. So my family, like my wife and my kids, quite often get the the leftovers. Yeah. Because, I've had
1: conversations with my wife about this too.
0: Yeah. Like, whenever you're in a people... A game like a, a service industry that is a lot of a lot of uh communication it, you know you have to put your best foot forward and you have to be fairly energetic with your you know your give and take and then by the time you get home then some days there's not much left and then they get the brunt of it you know yeah. the, sh- the short answers the the non-communication and it's something I am desperately working on and I think I've improved on it a lot over the last couple of years and a part of that has been because I've made sure to not take on too much at work and be able to compartmentalize when I'm at work and when I'm at home and when I'm a husband and when I'm a father and when I'm a friend and and all those sort of moving parts of who everyone is but I still feel like it's it's something that I've a long way to go with that I would, I don't do you think if, if Shannon followed you about all day and seen how you operate all day, how do you, do you think you'd, you'd be different?
1: Well, I've, I've been in that position where exactly what you're talking about, I've noticed that I'm a very different person when I'm at work or when I'm out and about sometimes to whenever I'm at home and I switch off nearly. And it's nearly like you're, you plug yourself in and you're recharging but that's not how you want to show up for the most important people in your life. Back to the front. I've, I've been in the, I've been in the position where Shannon has trained with me in um in group settings and one-to-ones and, and smaller uh, two-to-one sessions. And she's commented <laughs> the first time. She was like, who was that? <laughs> like, who's that fella? Yeah. So he's, 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 he's white chatty and he's white jokey and he's good crack. And they're like, am I not good crack at home? No. <laughs> like, but I get what you meant because at the end of a long day, and I think ultimately what I, I came to the conclusion was that I wasn't protecting my energy well enough. I wasn't protecting my energy at the times that I needed to in order to be able to bring the right version of me to the forefront whenever I wanted to. Yeah, so I was, think you
0: justify it too by saying, well, if I do all this, it's ultimately for my family. But yeah. then it's, that's, it's, that's just excuses you're making up to justify you being a dick. Home, you know Aye. and you have to really i hope somebody's listening to this and thinking jesus that's me i hope there is and that this is the, the 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 red flag to maybe try and bring some of that better version of yourself that your colleagues get and your teammates get but your your wife and kids don't get you know, yeah give give you them
1: you get comfortable and you get complacent and you i actually listened to an audiobook um once called the five Love languages and it, it actually opened up my eyes massively and it was about understanding the way that your partner expresses and needs to have love expressed to them um and again any people that know me from football or whatever might be thinking what the hell is this fella talking about but nobody hands you a guide on how to be a husband to your wife or a wife to your husband or a father to your children it's a very individual thing because each personality and each person is different and needs different things from everybody around them. So not many people have the discussion with their spouse. How would you like me to argue with you? So like how would you when we get into an altercation or an argument, how would you like to me to to talk to you? Like so are you someone who needs to cool off a wee bit and then then come into the argument or are you someone who needs, needs to get it all off their chest and just slam doors and shout. Everybody has their own way of communicating. And if you don't know, if you aren't on the same page, then it's never going to come to a good end. Like you aren't going to get what you need from that release of of energy that you need to get off your chest both of you need to get something from that and for me it was about just learning that everybody is different in the way that they communicate and if you aren't putting your best foot forward in that situation if you're half assing it because you're tired and you're mentally busted from the day's work that you did then there's only one way that's going to go and that's bad lately so if you're not putting in the same effort at home as you are at work or as you are with your friends, or as you are, whatever your hobbies are, like it's gonna end badly and it's gonna end sadly. Unfortunately,
0: yeah. bottom line is be aware of what you're falling short on and start doing something about it until you've um, done proper fall noise, and and Aye. crossed lanes that you can't come back from. Communication this is, is massive. Communication has been a a smorgasbord of of conversation already so far. It's but a I'm gonna I'm gonna keep going. I'm gonna I'm gonna hit. I think with time for. A few quick-fire questions. Go on, go on. I, uh, I was actually going to answer these in my Instagram stories, but I thought, nah, we'll run them by you.
1: Are these short short, quick-fire ones?
0: <laughs> well, I don't know if this is short, but it's, it's an interesting question. Did you watch the Dairy game at the weekend? No, probably not. No, I did not. No. Totally, I know stuff. you don't really watch the sport, but <laughs> have you ever right. came across the Rory Gallagher hand-licking? Um, <laughs> <What>? <laughs> no. Uh somebody asked me why do you think Rory Gallagher licks his hands so much? Maybe <laughs> <Like, laughs> it is <just> good. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It, it's uh if anybody knows, send it in on a postcard. It must be some sort of uh twitch thing or somebody
1: send this podcast to Rory and if he could tell us what <laughs> another god are you doing with your hands, I'm like man, like where have those hands been?
0: He just die uh, every time the camera's on him he's licking his hands. <laughs> <laughs> So I was uh, just—is that uh, the question? Because I don't know the answer. Uh The question is: Why do you think Rory Gallagher likes his hands so much? <laughs> so <laughs> no answer. Okay,
1: <clears throat> moving on to the next grip. one. It's gonna be—it's gonna be grip. Was it a dry day? It's, it's grip. It's all day. It's grip. No,
0: uh, but well, he's not—he's a manager, like. What's he gripping on?
1: Oh shit! Right, he's not even a player. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, oh, well, he's, a, he's a dairy manager. That's just weird, then. Yeah. Uh, I thought he was a player. There you go. That shows you how much I know. It's a—it's a good USP, like. You know, this, this is a talking <laughs> point. Definitely is shaking his hand. He's a very moist man. I he? he's very, <laughs> very moist. That yeah. He's doing a good job. I
0: he? he's got there. And all that's their final. Fair play to
1: him. Right.
0: Do you have any funny dad stories of the last little while?
1: Funny dad stories. Um, I, and they, these are all things that my children will bait me for whenever, whenever, um, Whenever they get older, Shannon has jarred me about this sometimes because I do share a lot, um, when it comes to dads uh, or dad ventures, dad ventures. There's a good title for something. The um, there's yeah, a the book there. There was a time when, um, we moved in with my mother-in-law for a while. We were selling a house, but we were we we're renting it out as we were waiting to sell it, and so we moved into my mother-in-law for a while. <clears throat> and Rose was potty training, so Rose one day successfully deposited a number two in the in the potty and I went to, the, to get rid of the number two and Colette's house has stairs and I being the athletic young man that I was at the time decided to jog up the stairs and being the also clumsy man that I am, decided to trip on the stairs, now number two decided to jump out of the potty and in a reflex action uh-huh. Nail stuck the hand out and caught a brilliant catch, by the way. But I don't think Rory Gallagher would be too happy with it because couldn't the <laughs> <laughs> And that was uh, that was my parlay into potty training with Rose. First successful poop, and Daddy had to get really hands on.
0: <laughs> so what, what do we do? It.
1: <laughs> Held it up out to uh, the street. Victoria's. What about that? Dad? What about that? What do we do? Any good ones?
0: Uh, there's something every day you know yourself <laughs> Caleb came home from school there yesterday with pictures and yes. uh he, artwork he drew, artwork i He yes. loves, loves a bit of art and he drew monsters he drew three monsters mm. and there's a, like a there must be a never-ending supply of googly eyes up at the play group huh. it, the walls could be made of googly eyes because he he comes home with them dripping off the page but anyway, I goes well. What what's what's the crack with the monsters today? He goes well. This one's four A's, and he's happy, and he was. He was a big lump and he had four A's and he's happy. And he goes, this one's only got two A's and he's sad. <laughs> and as as it went, he did only have two A's and he had a frown. Aww. And then he goes, this one here, he's only got one A, and he's a bit surprised. And I <laughs> I looked at him and. There's a few squiggles, squiggles on the lower half of them. Like, goes, What's that? He goes, That's his willy. <laughs> so he was surprised with the one eyed willy monster. And I said, like, Did you tell your teachers that? And he just laughed. And he goes, No, they're all girls, they don't
1: have willies. Oh brilliant. That's uh, The That's innocence awesome. of youth thing. I'll spare you the story about Jackson having a sore bum. Um I I put a wee bit of soda cream on him. When I was changing his nappy, and he let the wildest fart out of him, I remember you telling me about that. A <laughs> <lump> of of <soda laughs> cream landed in my mouth. I, I nearly disowned that cub on the spot. I said, uh, "Jackson, you're going, you're going to the orphanage, my friend. You do all that shit again."
0: Uh, that was, that was, I, I, tip of the hat from, from me <laughs> for, for that yeah, one.
1: Then you've got the usual ones where you're changing a nappy that's halfway up their back too, like, and you're thinking. Do I need, do I really need this, Jay? Do I, we could just have another one. We could just go (laughs) again, go again. Yeah. Are
0: any non-parents listening? Oh, they're never going to go for it. Don't let this put you off. They're
1: That's something I'd love to hear. I guess I've got any, I'd love to hear your ideal day, but more than anything, I'd love to hear your funny parenting stories. They, they crack me up. Like the most inventive kids have the most inventive way of getting themselves into handlings. It's fantastic. I love it. Robin is turning into a real character at the minute. She's two, and she is just the funniest child I have ever come across. She's an absolute legend. Wow,
0: that's 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 another that's for the dad ventures book. The dad ventures, right? Two more questions. <clears throat> First one, I know, but we'll be quick here because this is yeah. a one one answer. Who will win All Ireland? I know you are a, a very passive football fan, but you know
1: the crack. Who's going to? I know this? Dublin were very good for a long time there. Um, Kerry, are they still on?
0: greencastle huh yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: are or there but my head would say carry i feel like it's an inevitability that clifford gets in all ireland mm. but what's that not well not really like thrown yet under 20 champions a few of them boys come up and we might see we might see an invigorated Tyrone. you're playing to the
1: fans here now you're playing to the, the audience you're like you know there's thrown listeners here
0: no, no, no. They're they're in all Ireland champions, and they'll, they'll be licking their wounds from getting beat by the area. Eh? And you've got uh, probably a half a dozen of under twenties coming into the panel. to to raise the yes the temperature a bit. So no, not nah, bit away. of competition too. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm, there we go.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we we brought it back again. <laughs> um, we didn't think we had this planned out. I oh, know, I oh, know. Which my last question the answer the i'm going to put the answer in your mouth a podcaster is going to be the answer to this but if you weren't a coach what would you be
1: i always wanted to be an archaeologist when i was younger and i actually trained someone now who's in university studying to be a paleontologist and i find all that word fascinating i think i would like to be something where you're doing something different every day you're learning more and more about the world around you i don't think i don't i know I don't know. Nothing. Like, I know now. I'm looking out the window here at the trees and everything. And I'm thinking, I don't know. i like, I don't know the names of the trees and the names of the flowers. I know nothing. I'm John Snow. What would you be? I don't know. Hey. That's why I, I don't honestly. Do it,
0: <laughs> unemployed. On the Unemployed. Door. Aye. Yeah. What do you call it now? Uh, universal credit. i have been hitting that hard. <laughs> <laughs> right. On that note, <laughs> I think yeah, we'll wrap it gone, up. Aye. We, we've covered a lot there. I think that was... We, That's uh, probably the we'll, longest one yet, is it? I will we'll say our thank yous and goodbye, but not too much thank yous because Dacky, if you're listening, he called us out and thanking people too much last week. So big thank you to Dacky for that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, chat is... Good luck.